0: Hello, and welcome to Funny Stuff, a comedy podcast about comedy. My name is Griffin, and I'm joined as usual by my brother, co-host, and partner in Stupidity Holden. Almost fucked that one up there, didn't you? Almost fucked it up, but I didn't. This week we are looking at Bill Hicks' 1989 special, Sane Man, which is available on YouTube. But not Netflix, like I said at the end of the last episode. Um, but I, we were watching it because I have it on DVD, because I have the complete Bill Hicks collection, because... We'll get into that in just a 2nd Mm-hmm. But before we get into that, Griffin, what is your current hyperfixation? Dragons. Just... 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 Dragons. Just li- dragons and Dragons and dinosaurs. Because they're basically cool. the same thing. Because dinosaur bones are why we think we have dragons.
1: I think. I heard a thing. I don't know how true it was. I did read it, but it was not in, like, a scientific journal. I think it was off of, like, Reddit. Um... That there was, cause there were like a bunch of different like species of human. Yes. Um. Like, and the one that became dominant was us, Homo sapiens. Mm-hmm. But you also had like like Neanderthals were Neanderthals, Cro-Magnon, Cro- Cro-Magnon stuff like, like yeah, that, and uh,
0: Australopithecus, I think. Right, right.
1: I heard that there was this species of human that was very, like. They were dying out as we were starting to become, like, conscien- conscious, conscious, mm-hmm. and apparently they were just, like, really tall and really <laughs> capable and and dangerous, um, and that's how we got, like, the story of giants. Ah. Um, I don't know how true that is, but it, it you know, it kind of makes sense.
0: Yeah, I know that, I, I don't know about Europe, but I think in China they have, uh, Ideas of dragons, because they used to find, when they found dinosaur bones, they would grind them up and use them as a cure-all, as dragon bones. Mm -hmm. And I got a game called Draco Magi, it's a board game, Mm -hmm. and it's got really gorgeous art, and all the art is of dragons, and I like
1: dragons. Dragons are going to be, like, the thing I have most of tattooed on me. I don't have any dragons currently, Mm -hmm. but my next big piece is going to include a dragon yes and then i'm getting two more dragons in another piece later on down the line because you're doing the battle royale on
0: your chest and then the fire bending dragons right yeah that's going to be on your upper arm upper arm so with that all out of the way how about some context how
1: about some context griffin please read me the wikipedia page (laughs) fuck off um it's got to load oh my god So, William
0: Melvin Hicks was an American...
1: His middle name is Melvin? His middle
0: name was Melvin. Oh, my God. Was an American stand-up comedian, social critic, satirist, and musician. His material, encompassing a wide range of social issues, including religion, politics, and philosophy, was controversial and often steeped in dark comedy. He died in 1994. He released a shitload of albums. Mm -hmm. Uh... Yeah, his discography has its own page on,
1: uh, on Wikipedia. Didn't he perform all the way up until, like, 93? Like, didn't he I perform, like, so. basically up until he
0: died? He uh, More or less, if I'm not mistaken. His first official album was recorded and released in 1990. That was Dangerous. His last released album was Revelations Variations, uh as well as the Flying Saucer Tour Volume 3, which was recorded in 1993 and uh, released in relation to 2018. And then he had... Sane Man is actually his first video released. Okay. Uh, Released on VHS in 1989 and released on DVD in 2005. Mm-hmm. And his last film stand-up was Revelations in 1993.
1: Yeah, uh, so pretty much up until he actually died. Yeah.
0: He, he did a lot of stand-up. He did it he did it for like how long did he do it? Let me double check that. Um but I think he did it for close to like 15 20 years or some shit. Mhm. 78 to 94, so he was yeah, close to close to 20 years. Close to 20 years. Uh
1: like 16 years.
0: Yeah. Uh he is also my personal favorite
1: stand-up comedian. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. So, he he is a very specific yes kind of comedy
0: yes and it is a kind of comedy that has very very much shaped my sense of humor to this day.
1: It is very dark. It's very uh, aggressive. Is, is <laughs> yeah. basically one of the only words I can use to describe it. I will say, just general like how am I feeling after watching it. Um, I did enjoy it. It mm-hmm. was funny. There are some parts of it where I got very like yikes. Yeah, for one reason or another. Yeah. So some of them, some of the jokes were just like, like gross, like gross out humor. Like, like that's fine. Yeah. Um. But then other times it was just like, yeah. Yeah. Or, or some, like
0: some stuff that we now would look at and say that's pretty questionable.
1: Yeah. And a lot of it is like dated as well like yeah. just like terms in general yeah as well
0: he did use the six letter f-word as a slur a couple of times you can just say the f-slur f-slur six, six letter F
1: word. i've heard i've heard i like six letter f-word i think it has a nice ring to it i just like calling it the f-word because i say fuck all the time <laughs> so when i say th- like in ca- casual conversation i say fuck so fucking much so muck and fudge so muck and fudge um that when I say the F word, I mean the slur. Mm -hmm. Um, but six letter F word. Eh, I don't love it. I don't love it as much as you do. Um, and he also uses the D slur. He uses the R slur
0: one time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He uses a couple of slurs. Um, so, you know, like we said back in Richard Pryor, if that puts you off from enjoying his comedy, that's completely understandable. Um, you know, I I do think that you got to take it in the cultural context. It was 89. It was 89. That's just how
1: people talked back yeah, then. Yeah, we
0: thought that was okay. You know, obviously it never was okay. We just thought it was. Um You got to take it in cultural context. You got to take it in uh the concurrent views. He was pretty progressive for
1: his time. Yeah, but so was fucking Thomas Jefferson. True, true. Um and he owned slaves. Yeah. So it's, it's a
0: special that like, I'll I'll say it right at the beginning, you know, I actually do kind of have mixed feelings on Mm -hmm. and for Bill Hicks in general, I can understand if to a modern audience, it comes off as too much and really not cool.
1: Mm
0: I am okay with it, but that's because I grew up with it. But even then, you know, you got to acknowledge that comedy is the quickest to age and the most likely to age poorly. And, and I think that. You know, aside from the slurs and the actual questionable stuff, a lot of Bill Hicks' biggest crime is aging poorly.
1: Yeah, I, what I try and do when we, when we cover, like, older comedy, like, anything pre, like, 2000, which we haven't had a whole lot of. Right, yeah. Um.
0: Which is fine, because, like. Well, because comedy's kind of had a, a had a boom in, like, the 2000s. Comedy got super in, in
1: like, 2000... Early 2000s, it had a really big boom, and then it had a secondary boom um, around, like, 2015 to, like, now. Like, mm-hmm. in that 10-year period. Yeah, yeah. 10-ish years. I know it's not 10 years, yeah. Yeah. Um, So, like, what I try and do with the older comedy, and this is just something I've I've usually done um, when listening to comedy, even before the show that is is older. I try and ignore, to the best of my ability, how they're saying things, and more try and focus on what they're actually saying. Because, mm-hmm. like, Patton Oswalt has a pretty funny bit about how. You know, if you get hung up on language and language alone, you're going to let some evil motherfuckers through who are going to learn your language and then use it to push their fucked up cause. Mm -hmm. And then he goes on into, like, two examples, and he has, like, one very eloquent person speaking and then one, like, red y like, kind of speaking person. And (laughs) it's, like, using the wrong language, but, like, he he uses the D-slur, but he also says, like, it's fine to be a gay woman. Like... It's, listen to his heart, not to the a, dumb shit he's saying. It's uh well he also says that it's fine to be a gay woman
0: cuz in that's in that bit clearly he finds girl on girl hot. Well, yeah. Um the closest thing that it might be applicable to in our modern day is kind of what is referred to as the dirtbag left which yeah, is, yeah, which if you don't know is sort of a reaction to the alt right where they're a bit of kind of reactionary leftists. I don't know too much about it. It's a contentious topic. Um I know uh Stavros Halkius' podcast, Come Town, was considered pretty quintessentially dirtbag left. Really. But I again I don't know too much. There, there's gen there's some you know, good things about the Dirtbag Left in some cases, but there's also a lot of valid criticism, for what I understand.
1: Yeah, I feel like the Dirtbag Left kind of thing, from what I understand about it. Because, like, even, like, Hassan Piker, who I love, mm-hmm. I, I've i never really heard of the Dirtbag Left. But, like, I would kind of—I wouldn't consider him Dirtbag Left, because, like, he's, he's, like, one step above Dirtbag Left. Right. Um, where— You know, he's, he does some things that I'm like, eh, I don't really like that you, like, I don't really like that. Like, those jokes are, like, not cool. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, his want for people is to be, like, normal. Right, Like, that's what he says. He's like, I don't want you guys to, like, go out and protest things, like, if you don't want to. Like, I just want you to be fucking normal. And I just want you to, like, not bother people who are different than you. And it's like, I just think the dirtbag left idea could be like a good stepping stone yeah and i, th- I think that's i
0: th- and you know we'll, we'll wrap this up after this um i agree i think that it should be it's a good place to introduce it's a good place to meet someone where they're at but i think it is something that we should grow past anyway let's talk about the actual comedy in the special um the thing with bill hicks is that i have heard A lot of his fucking material. Mm -hmm. I have been listening to Bill Hicks for a very, very, very long time. Would you say more than half your life at this point? Probably. Because he was a favorite comedian of our dad's. Mm -hmm. And I listened to a lot of Bill Hicks in the car with dad. So I know a lot of his material and he does tend to use the same jokes through different material. And, Mm -hmm. you know, that was probably a little easier to get away with in the 80s. Because Netflix was not even a consideration. It it wasn't even a a glint in the eye.
1: And then even, like, you know, if someone bought your CD, what's the likelihood that they buy your one CD, listen to it a lot, and then buy another one of your CDs and notice? Like oh, he recycled that joke. Like, that's only, like, a really, like, heavy fan thing. Right, yeah. And if you're a big fan, you're probably more willing to forgive.
0: Yeah, whereas, forgive whereas nowadays, you know, a John Mulaney fan probably has watched his specials a good couple of times, so you need something fresh in each special. Mm-hmm. Uh, but that's not something that really bothered me. It's just how comedy kind of was 30-some-odd years ago. What bothered me is
1: that I found this special to be way too fucking long yeah the special did feel like it kind of dragged was it an hour or was it a little it bit more felt like two hours and it didn't feel like
0: Bill Hicks at his most energetic and his most aggressive mm-hmm. and that is that is part of the reason I like Bill Hicks that, that you know we were talking about how he's very aggressive with his comedy right uh, with his aggression comes a lot of energy. And I think that's when he's at his best, not when he's not necessarily flailing and screaming, but when he's talking a little faster than how he was talking here. And, you know, this is however long into his comedy career and he had so much other material. 89. This was like 11 years then. Exactly. This was like 11 years or so in, you know, in five years, so much changes. I just found the special to be very long and kind of boring. Like, don't get me wrong. I'm happy we watched this. This did mm-hmm. break the streak. I genuinely <laughs> laughed a good couple of times. Yeah, Griffin has
1: had a rough one since yeah. season 1 finale. Since since Bo Burnham I haven't laughed much. Is this I think this is the 5th episode now into season 2? 5th or 6th?
0: I don't know. Whatever. Who's counting? It's I'm supposed to be. <laughs> um but this is also probably my least favorite Bill Hicks thing that I've Watched so far. I haven't listened to his entire discography or watched every Mm -hmm. single one of his specials. Mm -hmm. But as of right now, this is probably my least favorite.
1: Yeah. um, The thing with, like, Bill Hicks is, like, Bill Hicks is very interesting. I have, like, an interesting relationship with Bill Hicks personally. Mm -hmm. Because, like, I understand why you like him so much. Right. Because, like, you have that, like, little bit of nostalgia in there as well as, like, he is actually funny. I do find him funny. I don't like him as much as you do, and I think it's because when you got introduced to him, you were able to understand it a little bit more. When I got introduced to him, I wasn't really fully, like, a person. Yeah. To to be fair, I was introduced to Bill Hicks by someone who could
0: explain the more topical references
1: mm-hmm. at
0: the time. Someone who was alive in the late 80s and early 90s and could say... And could say uh, this that and the other thing
1: that but that is like a big problem with comedy like you go to comedy from like the 50s and it's they're talking about stuff that's common in the 50s. I mean just look at the look at that Lewis Black special we covered like yeah. half a year
0: ago at yeah. this point that was made in like 2015 10, 2000, 10 or somewhere in the 2010s and so much of it just didn't work in 2022. Because, you know, so much has changed, but, you know, based on what a lot of Bill Hicks was saying, very little has also changed.
1: Yeah, so much has changed, but also very little has changed. The more things, isn't that a saying? The more things
0: change, the more they say the same?
1: Yeah, I think so.
0: Very much how the, not to get too political again, how the right wing has not fucking changed in America at fucking all. Since Reagan. Since Reagan, and and how you can point to Reagan on a chart. We can point to charts and say this is when Reagan became president and this is why America is in this much worse place than a lot of other countries.
1: Yeah, not to get political, but fuck you, we're going to get political because we're talking <laughs> about a political comedian. Um, that sounded like I had like a big diatribe to go on. I really don't have anything big political to say. Um, but yeah, Bill Hicks does talk about Reagan and Bush. I think it's funny that we we talk about like like Reagan outlived Bill Hicks, which is <laughs> fucked up. Well, I think you said like, because in like 2016 when Trump was a thing, um, I can remember thinking like, I wonder what Bill Hicks would have said yeah, around this time, and I think I said that to you, and you said he still would have been dead because he would not have survived Bush too.
0: Yeah, no, Bill Hicks, I I, I would be fascinated because he'd only be in his 60s now. Yeah, He'd be yeah. Sixty two. Um, so and you know, hopefully he would still be active if he didn't die of cancer. Mm-hmm. But there's also the very real possibility that he would have simply killed himself when George W. Bush got elected. Yeah. Much less I, I would love to hear his take on fucking Trump. But he I, I don't think he could have survived Bush too. I don't think he would have survived Trump getting elected <laughs> either. <laughs> wow. Yeah.
1: Just a great Great country we got here. Yeah. Great uplifting podcast as well. <laughs> I really think about the people on episodes like this. I really think about the people who are like, I had a bad day. Let's listen to these two clowns talk. and then <laughs> I can just imagine just someone sitting in their car just being like, oh, why'd they have to do this one? That Couldn't they do a fun episode? I, I mean, maybe we'll do a good one next week. All I listen to is Behind the Bastards, so I get it. Yeah, just a depressing ass podcast.
0: <laughs> it's a depressing ass podcast, but like you get—I don't know—it's I, I, depressing, but also like it's hard not to laugh because well, Robert Evans is Robert Evans is incredibly charming yeah. and funny, and he he's able to help you laugh at the horrible shit to some degree, yeah, and make fun of these people, yeah. Anyway, uh, that's about all about. Yeah, right there, bud. So that's about all I have to say about this special. Do you want to move to favorite and least favorite bit? Sure. All right. Ads first. Ads first.
1: Hooray. Let me pull up.
0: ba da ba ba
1: Here's ads. And then I said, I can believe it's not butter. <laughs> My friend was telling me that he wanted to make a podcast and he can't figure it out. Like he's never heard of Anchor. Anchor is the
0: best way to start a podcast. It's free to use and provides recording and editing tools you can use straight from your smartphone or computer. When you upload to Anchor, they distribute your podcast to many platforms such as Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And with no minimum listenership, you can make money on your own podcast.
2: Make your own podcast with the free Anchor app or by going to anchor.fm today. Hi, I'm Milo. I'm an executive producer at Biopunk Media and the producer of Funny Stuff, the podcast you're currently listening to. Griffin and Holden are not just some of my closest friends. They're more like my brothers at this point. And I want to do everything I can to make sure that the art that they make gets seen. So, with that said, Apple and Spotify care a lot about ratings and reviews for new podcasts. It tells them that people are enjoying the show, and also it tells the app to recommend Funny Stuff to new listeners. Please, please, please take a quick moment to just like and review Funny Stuff. I can't overstate how much it helps our boys. Also, Recommend Funny Stuff to your friends, your family, your mailman, your dog. There's a little bit of something in this show for everyone. Funny Stuff is still very new, and word of mouth is the best advertising there is. Last but not least, check out our new website. You can find it linked in the description of this episode or at biopunkmedia.card.co. Card Card is spelled with two R's. That's biopunkmedia.card.co for social media links, episode transcripts, and all things biopunk. And that covers it. Drink water today if you haven't. Remember that you are so loved, at least by me and probably the boys too. And enjoy the rest of the show.
0: It's done.
2: And we're back. Talk to a friend today.
0: Full time job, but can't afford a down payment on a house. Late 20s, single, huge cock, balls same size as each other, no kids, bulging vein running all the way up the shaft is begging to be touched, has given up on ever owning a home. Things are bleak indeed. <laughs>
1: What the fuck? <laughs> now we're back. That, dude, that reminds me there was this uh this trend on uh TikTok. Mm-hmm. That like I think they were making fun of one dude and it just turned into a huge joke where people would be like start a video and it'd be like them holding their phone and it'd be like I think it's really fucked up like in the captions like just a song behind and in the caption say I think it's really fucked up that women are treated differently in this country than men are and then it would back up to them in like a fit pick stance and it would say in parentheses i'm 62 by the way <laughs> and it just devolved into like like i have a friend and i think she made one she's 411 and she i think she made one that was like basically the same and then it was like i'm 7 foot 9 by the way <laughs> like it just devolved into shorter people doing it and making the height taller and it would right, be just yeah. something like and people put their political takes in it as well it'd be like i think the whole whatever i don't i couldn't think of anything. i'm so yeah 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 by the way yeah so what was your least favorite bit um i don't know i don't know if i have a a bit in specific that i think cuz like the idea of least favorite bit you know i feel like the way I gauge it is Mm -hmm. what bit would I remove from the special to make it better?
2: Oh, okay.
1: Um, or just the bit that made me want to kill myself the most. Um, and this special doesn't really have that, you know, there's, there's definitely things that I would remove if Mm -hmm. I could. Um, some, like we said, some questionable stuff, definitely questionable stuff. Like not just like the, the bad, like language, um, that that goes without saying, but like some some things were a little bit like not even a little just full- on like yeesh, you know, where he talks about like gross things involving like underage people, and it's yeah, it's super it made me bleh. yeah, yeah, it just made me feel like
0: yeah i'm I'm gonna agree, it's just it's extremely uncomfortable,
1: yeah, and it's one of those things that is like especially like. With how things are now, and and people getting exposed. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things where it's like, is that a joke, or is he projecting? And it's one of those things that I don't want to read too far into, because dude is dead, and I just hope he never did any of the things. Yeah,
0: I just, I, we haven't heard anything, hopefully he was a decent dude, but...
1: In you know they are jokes, but they're, still yeah, sometimes.
0: Hopefully, hopefully, they're jokes that don't have too much truth to them. Did you have? I, so I'm going to agree that like, well, sort of. My favorite bit is so there are there are two types of discomfort that you can feel watching a Bill Hicks special. Yeah, there's the yikes, and, and then, then there's, there's the oh. The... <laughs> yeah. Um, one of my my favorite bit was kind of both. Actually, mm-hmm. the bit that I found the most, I don't even know if it was the funniest, but it was definitely the most interesting. He was, no, I, no, I, it wasn't, it wasn't really a yikes one. It was, um, it wasn't a uh, one okay. where he's talking about how, oh, George Michael is a girl or whatever. And he says, mm-hmm. if you're a woman and you buy his album, then you, then you're a lesbian. Right. Uh, and he talks about going down on women at that point and he gets into like this horrible awful graphic detail that just shows yeah. shows a how hot he thinks girl on girl is and b how much he loves going down on women. And it's so uncomfortable in the funniest fucking way. <laughs> it's very fucking funny. It's actually very similar to that joke that I, that I just sold for the non sequitur in, yeah. in vibes. Yeah.
1: Um, My favorite bit. I don't know. It's not really a whole bit. I have one. Uh, one of his jokes is like is the thing that I think is the absolute funniest um, at the very end he gets very philosophical not very comedic mm-hmm. and he talks about how if we took all the money that we are spending on defenses in the entire world and we put that to housing feeding and clothing people that we could create peace in the world and if we just stopped being so uptight and and started to understand each other more. We can explore space in peace forever. Mm-hmm. And that's a beautiful fucking sentiment. And then right after that, it's, like, right before he turn, turns the lights out and is, like, done. I don't remember exactly what he said, but he just, like, <laughs> pretends like he's getting shot. Well, yeah, right as he, he
0: said, there's the whole thing about, um, you know, how we live in a world where great men, great leaders. yeah. Uh, like Jesus, Gandhi, Kennedy, citation needed, MLK, uh, or rather asterisk next to Gandhi and JFK, JFK, uh, Martin Luther King and guys like that. They get murdered, but all the hacks stick around and they run the world. So he was like, Jesus murdered, Gandhi murdered, John Lennon murdered, Reagan wounded, which has always been one of my favorite fucking jokes, which has always been one of my favorite jokes by him. Uh, so Holden, <laughs> okay. so Holden out of 10 Harry Bob and man asses,
1: <laughs> what would you rate this special? <laughs> um, I'd give it, I'd give it a five, a five. Yeah. Cause it did make me laugh. And while it was a little bit long and a little bit boring at times and very questionable at other times. I don't feel like I wasted my time.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I am going to give it a six. I'm going to be a little kinder, but obviously I'm going to be a little kinder. Right. Because it's my favorite comedian. Nepotism. Yeah, exactly. I didn't love this special, but it, like, didn't make me hate Bill Hicks by any means. I just thought it was kind of long. Right. A little low energy. Mm-hmm. Obviously there's some questionable stuff, but that's kind of always with Bill Hicks and with a lot of comedy
1: yeah. that's older than than modern shit and even, even a lot of even modern like two thousand to like two thousand twelve like that window of comedy is also there's a lot of questionable ass shit going on yeah, in
0: there. yeah. so you know your mileage is gonna vary obviously um, there again, there's questionable shit. there's some slurs. It doesn't bother me as much, but I'm also not the person that's being targeted by those slurs. So. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I can't fully recommend this. If you liked the last Bill Hicks special we covered, maybe check this one out, but maybe listen to some of his albums instead. Mm -hmm. So. uh, That brings us to the end of talking about the special. But before we go.
1: Holden. What funny this week. So. I have found on TikTok this trend that I am a big fan of. It's very, very fucking good. So, I feel like most of us know about, even if you're not a fan of their music, um, most of us know about the disturbed noise, the ooh ah 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 Like, the, 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 the noises death, yeah. that the lead singer of Disturbed makes with his, like, he
0: had like a weird throat injury that lets him make those noises or some shit
1: i I don't know um there was a rumor that the for down with the sickness um came from a trip to the chicago zoo it it has been confirmed false by david draymond the the actual singer Uh, apparently one day he was just like I want to try this, and he tried it, and all the the guys are like, "What the fuck are you doing?" It's like, "Just just go with me on it." And he says, "And I'm I'm sure when I die, my gravestone will say David Dreamin' ooh wah ah ah ah," <laughs> um, which is that's pretty fucking funny. Um, but what people have been doing is they've been editing it into songs, um, and other just, songs, other songs, and I and not just like at random, like they're cutting up the ooh and the wah and the ah ah's to match things um like oh there were just some some fucking gems and i just keep sending them into uh a group chat and like everyone knows what they're gonna be there's also like i saw one with with corn yeah like the the the, cor- the, not, the not got a leash yeah scatting the metal scatting
0: <laughs> So I am also a big fan of just those kind of cursed mashups like the TikTok profile there I ruined it. Yeah. Like there's one where they set the if you or loved one had met- mesothelioma. They set that to the can-can. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's really fucking good. That's it's really fucking really funny. fucking good. But the thing with the disturbed ones is, it's one of those things that even though you know
1: the punchline, it's still funny. It's still gonna make you laugh. It's still good shit. Every time I go on TikTok and I see a video, and it's it's just a an audio capture moving, I know what it's gonna be, <laughs> but I don't care. Yeah, it doesn't matter. That I know.
0: There's an interesting. Uh, thing that i think milo actually pointed out about tiktok tiktok versus vine vine was so based on uniqueness and novelty like the stuff that went the thing with with vine is that so much of it was just fucking weird because you had six seconds in order to get your entire joke across yeah tiktok one, they have a lot of a lot more time. I actually think a lot of TikToks go way too fucking
1: long. Yeah, um, you have three minutes. You which have three is, minutes, which is way too much fucking. One time. minute is too is is enough time for that like style.
0: Um, but the thing with TikTok is that it's all the same joke. Mm-hmm. It's either with like it's either the same setup with a different punchline, or the same punchline with a different setup. Mm-hmm. And I just, I think that's, I don't think that's necessarily a good or bad thing. You know, you're going to have your own opinion on that. It's just an interesting thing. But that being said, I also like shit like the laser collection where it's just a bunch of shit with the same punchline. Mm-hmm. And I just, and the fucking disturbed noises in other songs is very, very funny to me. It, it's, it's never not so funny.
1: good. Do you remember exactly which one it was? I was sitting on my phone waiting one day. And I was just on TikTok, and I, I heard one, and you heard it from, like, down the hall, and it fucking folded you. Do you remember exactly which one it was? <laughs> Not
0: off the top of my head. Damn it. I don't think
1: I have it saved. I don't think I sent it to any anyone either.
0: It, it, look these up. They're, I'm sure they're a big trend on TikTok. They're very fucking funny. Oh, they're so fucking funny. So, that brings us to the end of yet another episode. Thank you so, so, so much for listening. We hope that you are able to laugh at us, if not laugh with us. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, great thoughts, personal epiphanies, requests, or recommendations, feel free to reach out to us at funnystuff.pod at gmail.com or on Instagram at funny.stuff.pod. Holden, where can they find you? I'm sorry. Did you
1: just... He just... I don't think we've had a week since we started where you have like not fucked that up and you just fucking did it one shot. Perfect. <laughs> were you reading it off your phone? No, I was, I was, wow. I was, I was looking at the list of specials nice. that we're covering next. Nice. Um, yeah, you could find me on Twitter at donut daddy, donut underscore daddy. Yeah. Wow. I'm just like floored. <laughs> I was waiting for it the entire time waiting for you to fuck
0: up. And we will be back next week with Russell Brand's Rebirth, which is available on Netflix. Once again, thank you so, so, so much for listening, and we will see you next time on The Clown Show. Bye-bye.